0: Hey there, this week, May 13th, the 17th only, I will be rerunning a special series about conscious and intentional manifestation based on Eckhart Tolle's relaunch of his top-rated online course called The Spiritual Guide to Conscious Manifestation. Now, he typically runs this every year, but it's been on hiatus since June of 2021, So I wanted to, you know, celebrate this relaunch because it's such a popular series and he has so much wisdom and insight to share on the topic. And he's of higher consciousness, according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, which should be no wonder to any of us. So, in addition to this special five-part series I'm doing on the podcast this week, which you're going to hear references maybe to 2021, so ignore those because this is My preemptive shot at letting you know that's the case, but Eckhart has two free five-part mini series that he always does with uh, launches of his online course. You can see, you know, his teaching style and what you're going to learn. And the first one is called "The Power of Conscious Manifestation," and the second one is "How to Consciously Manifest in Today's World." You can get instant access to both of these in the links in the podcast notes below. Or simply go to the TheMindBodySpiritNetwork.com on our homepage. It's our featured uh, top billing event for the month of May, so you'll see it right on top and you can get access to all that good stuff there. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, honey buns. Welcome to another episode of 1001 Ways of Being to Let Go of. So, let me ask you Have you ever wondered why some people seem to overcome life's challenges effortlessly, while others remain stuck in a cycle of victimhood? How about this one? You're standing at the crossroads of your life, and there's a signpost ahead. On one path, it says, empowerment and meaningful forward motion. And on the other, it reads, victimhood and stagnation follow this way. Which path are you currently walking on in your life? Maybe it's just in one or a couple areas of your life, or maybe your whole life feels like a pattern of victimhood. If so, Today, we unravel the negative and destructive attractor fields of victimhood. What are they? How do you recognize them? And how do you break free from them? And I'm going to offer you a compass to navigate toward a higher level of consciousness, that signpost that says empowerment and meaningful forward motion. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and reclaim your power and let go of the old story? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, let's stop let's stop speaking and thinking and feeling the old story. And I understand it's not as simple as just letting go, but there are ways to do it. And I have experienced all of these ways and have tremendous outcomes that I've shared in other episodes. So today we're diving into 1,000 ways of being to let go of called rising above, embracing your inner innate power and letting go of victimhood. But before I get started, my name is Liz Garcia. I'm your happy host of your weekly dose of higher consciousness and founder and editor in chief of the mind, body, spirit network.com, which brings you this podcast. My intentions for these 1001 Ways episodes are to put things into context based on a scale of human consciousness and really help you shore up your energy fields with understanding truth, power, and not power. What are they really? And they've been proven in consciousness research so that you don't have to guess anymore. So let's get to today's 1,001 ways of being to let go of. So ask yourself, are you living as the empowered, inspired, loving individual you care to be or the victim of your own story? Are you the hero of the story or are you the victim of the story? Victimhood is so predominant in our lives and in our culture and cultures around the world, especially, you know, um, third world countries, it's all victimhood there and it's so predominant we can't even see it when it's running the show in our own lives. I, I for sure see this and things keep coming to light. You know, the more work that I do with the body code, as an example, and the emotion code, it's fascinating to discover what's been running the show and what's hidden from me and all of us in our energy fields, in our bodies, things like that. And these are these are called these are like victimhood and the hero and the victim are archetypes and consciousness. And Carl Jung, he's a genius. Love, oh, he's beyond genius. He was in the five hundreds his consciousness, and he introduced us to the notion of archetypal patterns and consciousness that we all have access to because they've already been kind of created throughout history throughout our evolution these archetypal patterns some are worth like attract uh, some are worth kind of aligning with and becoming a part of those patterns become a part of those rivers of success right and we all have access to all of them as opposed to the shadow side archetypes, which is the victimhood. This is the shadow side of archetypal patterns. So according to Dr. David R. Hawkins and his consciousness research, all lower levels of consciousness are victimhood energies. So anger, fear, doubt, uh, pride, bitterness, resentment, all of that stuff is victimhood in one way or another they're all different energy levels different levels of consciousness but there's still victimhood energies so anything below 200 and you're swimming in a pool of victimhood in some area of your life look at it that way you're in this pool you can choose to get out of it for sure I understand it's can be challenging because you don't know what's running the show until you discover it and then you let it And you learn to let these things go, which we'll we'll touch on a little bit as we go along. But I do have a resource that I give during these episodes to help you learn how to let go of this stuff. Now, understand, this is not intended to make you feel bad or ashamed about where you may be running victimhood patterns. We're all doing it. We don't know any better. We don't know what's running it until we discover it, especially when you inherit stuff, right? And I've discussed this in our emotion code and body code sessions about inherited stuff that, for me, go back hundreds of generations. How would you ever in your life even consider, conceive of such a thing? You can inherit, like, crazy things that you wouldn't even consider. So, uh, anyway... First of all, know that this is not, you, you don't want to feel bad or guilty or feel judged or ashamed that you got them running. Because you don't, you know, they could have started when you were born. You could have inherited them and not know it. So you just, it's an innate part of you that that's running the show. You just don't know it until you wake up to it or become aware of. So <clears throat> all lower levels of consciousness are really impersonal attractive fields of energy they are not personal to you they're available to all of us to experience and become aware of and this kind of feel deeper into like what does this feel like if you if you've ever read conversations with god that's what god would essentially say about this god wants to feel and experience what it's not so that it can better know itself as its true identity so These lower levels of consciousness are all negatively oriented, downward pulling, and destructive. These are not judgments or opinions. They're just scientific facts of energy. What's the energy running here? Here's the calibration of it. This is what it does to you. You can choose whether you want to keep plugged in to this energy and swimming around in the pool or not. So let's take a look at common examples of victimhood. This is kind of fun and maybe shed some light on where you may be playing the victim in one way or another. And I got to tell you, I'm still running victimhood stuff. I see it coming up, it shows up, it's like, okay. I'm like, "Roger that. <laughs> Thank you very much." So, again, no judgment, no blame and shame and guilting yourself. That's another form of victimhood. Just so you know. You go neutral on it. If you discover it, you're like, "Okay. It is what it is." which is a neutral energy. It is what it is. I taught about this a couple weeks ago. Accept that, and I'm doing the best that I can, which is super high vibe to that energy to say I'm doing the best that I can. At 500, it's going to help you let go of these victimhood patterns that you start to become aware of. So you just say, okay, well, there it is. It is what it is, and I'm doing the best that I can today. I'm thankful that I just became aware of this. And I'm willing to let it go. So this is just an example of how you can come in, how you can deal with the awareness of it and use the energy, do the math. I like to say do the math. Use the energy of it is what it is. Just say it to yourself. Think it, say it out loud. And I'm doing the best that I can. Those two attractive fields of energy are powerful pools to swim in relative to your victimhood stuff you may be running. Okay, so let's start with some of the most common examples. Here's, the, here's a good one. <laughs> blaming others. One of the primary indicators of victimhood is a tendency to blame external factors or other people for one's problems or misfortunes. This can include blaming a, blo- a boss for lack of career success, Blaming a partner for relationship issues or blaming circumstances for financial difficulties. There are thousands of examples of this type of thing. And if you are a fan of uh, Esther and Jerry Hicks and you understand and you care to be of higher consciousness, a, a very high level of consciousness to aspire to is the one at 350. Which says, at this level, you're willing. You, at this level, you understand you are the accept. You accept that you are the creator of your own experience. And Esther Hicks says this all the time. She's, she always says, you are the create. You got to be willing to accept. You're the creator of your own experience. And if you are and you're going to continue, and that's when you stop blaming and shaming others. You're like. This is what happened to me when I understood that. I'm like, okay, done. I can't blame and shame others. i got to start waking up and see what the heck is going on in my own life and accept responsibility for it and do the best that I can to shift it. So that's number one, blaming others. But doesn't it feel good to blame and shame others? I mean, that's the juice of the ego that Dr. Hawkins talks about all the time, the narcissistic core of the ego. That's that's the energy of that and it can feel like a it it, when you're juicing the ego it feels good to some you know it can feel good because you're kind of stepping into some form of seeming power when you're really powerless when you're blaming others for anything okay number two avoiding personal responsibility I've been doing this in some area of my life And it came up in a body code session with Linda that it calibrated as true. This energy was stuck. And it came into my presence about three years ago. It became a stuck energy. And I've been acting it out, not taking responsibility in some area of my life to my own detriment. So, But... but, but I would not have known that, really known it, until I did this body code session where it came up. On I forget what the topic was. In any event, whatever the topic was, this part of my life I stopped taking responsibility of three years ago, which has not been helpful. And it and it kind of corrupts other areas of life. This is what I'm observing. Right? I'm not going to blame and shame myself. It's just an observation, and I'm willing to let go of it. And we did let go of that energy, so I feel so much better, let me tell you. having gone, This is one way to let go of stuff, and one way to figure out what the heck is really hidden in your energy fields. What have you inherited that you would have no idea about? This is why the body code and the emotion code sessions, which you can learn to do on your own, get the books, learn how to do it, have been totally enlightening, right? Especially when you see this type of thing. Okay, so anyway, avoiding... Okay, so here's the deal on avoiding personal responsibility. Victims often shy away from taking responsibility for their actions and decisions. So there's a sign, there's a signal, there's a red flag if you're doing this in your life. You... They may resist acknowledging their role in creating certain outcomes and prefer to see themselves as passive recipients of life's events. And not to beat the drum on politicians, but this is kind of what the politician energy does. Well, politician energy at 180 is victimhood, period. So there's a lot of this stuff going on. Blaming and shaming others, for sure. That's part of their friggin' deal, in um, campaigns, it's blaming and shaming others, which is insane. Anyway, I'm not going to change that. I'm willing to accept it is what it is. And I'm doing my best the best that I can to let go of all of that, for sure. So I stop watching TV and I don't give any of that my attention. All right, number three. Uh, I don't know if you're in victimhood. Here's a good one. Negative self-talk. This is pretty common, probably for 90% of the world in some area of our lives or another. So individuals trapped in victimhood may engage in negative self-talk, constantly berating themselves for perceived failures or shortcomings. And let me tell you, this inner dialogue reinforces feelings of powerlessness. It can't help but to... Because it's in a negative attract. This is a negative attractor field you're in. And you've got to go neutral on it. And accept you doing the best that you can. And speak out loud. I'm willing to let go. This is a good one that I learned from um, Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life. This affirmation. And I do it for most of them that show up. I'm willing to release the patterns in my consciousness that created this. This is a pretty neutral energy affirmation. Like, don't take it personally that you got this running. It could have started when you were three years old and you didn't know it. So have compassion for the three-year-old that didn't know any better and compassion for yourself for understanding now that it's been hidden there for your whole life and now you got to deal with it, which is fine. Like, okay, let's let go of this. So that I can move forward more constructively and forgive that child for not knowing any better. And for me, not knowing any better that it's still hanging out. Okay, number four, lack of empowerment. Well, of course, when you're below 200, there's no power there. So of course, you're going to feel like you have no power because you're swimming in it. You're swimming in the pool of no power. So victims often feel disempowered and believe that they have little control over your lives. That's kind of the illusion of it. This is what the veil of illusion is when you're swimming around in these low-level attractor fields. Which, again, don't blame and shame yourself for doing it uh, and and be thankful that it's coming into your awareness now. Like, okay, if Liz can do it, I sure as heck can do it. (laughs) This is what I like to share. I mean, seriously, if I can do it, you can do it. Okay, so this sense of helplessness can lead to inaction and a lack of motivation to make positive changes. You don't have the energy to do it. That's what it's saying. So you got to let go of this attractor field, and just look at like it. It's like interference. It's energy interference. And you're in this you swimming in this magnetic pool that you're a match for because you keep giving it your attention. But I tell you, when you stop giving it your attention and pivot or neutralize it with the neutral energies I recommend, like it is what it is, I'm doing the best that I can, and I'm willing to release it. I'm willing to release the patterns in my consciousness that created it. Those three things all put together are gonna help disentangling you from these energy fields okay this is a very good one (laughs) Um, martyrdom the martyr is definitely a archetypal pattern to play the martyr I am definitely playing the martyr with my dad on occasion (laughs) and it's fun right the the juice of the ego likes to play the martyr to your parents or somebody your spouse whatever your kids so here's, here's, martyrdom is not a good thing. So some people adopt a martyr mentality, willingly sacrificing their own needs and desires for others. And, but here's the key. But you're resenting those they're supposedly sacrificing for. And the juice of the ego is really loving the resentment. That's the payoff for the ego. You get to resent somebody and become Bitter. And let me tell you, that affects your mouth. Your lips, the skin around your mouth start to get pursed. And trust me, I've seen it in my own face. I went through years of this bitterness and resentment, and it's showing up on my face. And now I'm trying to turn it around. I'm doing the best I can. I'm like calling the higher powers to turn that around because that's not who I am. To be bitter and resentful and have it showing all over my face. I mean, geez. There's a sign you've got martyrdom and victimhood running when you've got bitterness and resentment showing up around your mouth because you're puckered with all this energy. Okay. Next up, perpetual pessimism. This is like Eeyore from Wendy the Pooh, right? A, A gray cloud is constantly over. Or Debbie Downer, right? The Debbie Downers of the world. Dougie Downer, there's gray clouds around men women children all of us we all know what that gray cloud looks like so this is chronic negativity and a focus on worst case scenarios of course this is a victimhood energy for sure the pessimistic outlook can contribute to a self-fulfilling cycle of disappointment hello that was our main topic of the week this week the energy of disappointment and desire. You do not want to get stuck here. Let me tell you, you can spend your life in disappointment, which, you know, we're eternal beings, so no judgment there. But if you're really tired of it, there are ways to let go of it and recognize it. Like, crap, I've been doing this. And this was my revelation about self-scrutiny. I'm like... When I did the, I went to consciousnesscalibrations.com and I searched on the energy of self-scrutiny. A whole list of things showed up that are all in my pool. It's in the pool I'm swimming in. I'm like, no wonder. So it was a revelation when my sister told me I've been running a lifetime of disappointment. I'm like, oh crap, I've got to let go of that and notice it. And let's find out where it is in my energy field and if I inherited it, this is where that body code and emotion code really come in handy. Is kind of finding out where these hidden determinants are. Like, how can I get rid of these hidden determinants? And Dr. Hawkins, that's his power versus force. Discusses the hidden. De- that's his tagline: is hidden determinants in human behavior. Right? We all have hidden determinants of our own karmic path. How can we let go of them, have them come into our awareness and get rid of them? All right, here's a very good one. I know many people, I know someone close to me who needed external validation all the time. So victims often seek external validation and sympathy from others to reinforce their victim status. But let me be compassionate about the person I just mentioned it. This person many of us have stuff going on or have had things traumatic things happen to us that we don't know what to do with we haven't processed it we didn't get help for it whatever it may be so this energy is still running and this is the energy that we think is we are attracted to that's going to help us because we're still running any type of trauma PTSD creates these victimhood patterns, which it for sure did for me when I went through that quantum spiritual awakening and, you know, two dozen episodes of quantum spiritual awakening uh, totally annihilated me energetically, totally annihilated my sense of self. I even felt it, I felt like I lost all sense of self. So that, that affects all areas of your life. So external validation could show up for you and um, feeling that you constantly need to be reinforced is a, is a red flag. Like, i got to stop doing this. i got to step into my own power and, and again, use my, my three-step affirmation, which is, it is what it is. When it comes into your awareness, like, okay, here's the pattern of needing external validation I understand it doesn't serve me and it certainly is a turn-off to others. right? It really is. Any type of negative field is a turn-off to others. And um, I'm doing the best I can and I'm willing to release the patterns in my consciousness that created this need for external validation. As an example of the three-step affirmation I'd use to start unraveling the energy of this. Because the power... And the magnetic power and consciousness of those three statements is super helpful. They have, it's very powerful and can't hold a candle to your feelings of victimhood. All right. Number eight. I have 10 of them here. How helpful. <laughs> ten. 10. 10 signs you're becoming, you are a victim of something. All right. So now we're on eight avoiding challenges. Individuals in a victim mindset tend to avoid challenges or situations that require them to step out of their comfort zone as they fear failure and setbacks, which further limits their growth. So this is the opportunity to step into courage. Courage is the gateway to higher consciousness. Courage is the gateway to breaking free from all of this crap. And just do the best that you can. And again, that neutral energy, I encourage the neutral energies to go neutral when this stuff comes into your awareness, because when you're in victimhood, the tendency is to start negative self-talk, right? Stop that. Like, just stop it in its tracks. Like, I'm done. I'm letting it go. Surrendering to God is, doing the math is the way to go. (laughs) And I know it can be difficult to even use the term God. It was for me for many years, but... I do the math. I'm like, God's in the five. Surrendering to God is like 540. It's huge. The energy of that is quantum in nature and beyond the mind to comprehend. But I just say, do the math. Okay, here's one I was just talking about. Resentment. (laughs) The juice of the ego loves the juice of resentment. Resentment. I'm sure you can find somewhere in your life you love resenting something or someone. It ain't good for you. It ain't good for the body. And it's not going to move you forward. You're going to be running down that sign at the fork in the road that says victimhood and stagnation. That's all it is. Of course, it's your choice. It is your choice. And I understand that it can be challenging to uncover the hidden determinants for sure. But there are ways to let go of all of it. Which I teach. I, I share it in the podcast. I'll do a whole I'll put them all together in a nice tidy course so I can walk you through it, but which is what I've kind of done already. So, resentment, this is number nine. Holding on to grudges and feelings of resentment towards those they perceive as having wronged them is a hallmark of victimhood. It's a hallmark, it gets a badge. It's a badge of honor. To the uh, narcissistic core of the ego. These negative emotions can be emotionally draining and they are because the energy is downward pulling destructive by nature it is what it is so you just gotta you're not a you're not a victim to the energy fields you're the chooser just unwittingly you didn't know any better so you gotta forgive yourself for not knowing and I'm just giving you a heads up because I've not known either, right? And I'm coming into the understanding and I'm experiencing the results of it. Feels pretty damn good, let me tell you. So much better than victimhood energy. And I've resented victimhood energy for a long time. And that doesn't help, it still holds me in the resentment energy. So you gotta let it go. And soften up the resentment with a little bit of understanding. That's kind of like my go-to. is like, go to neutral. Go to acceptance. All of these. Be willing to understand, right? These are the, this is the, this is the map, right? This is the map I'm talking about. Go to neutral. Go to courage first. Or go to neutral. Go to accepting and forgiveness. This is, we're going up the scale. Sorry, willingness was first. So courage, neutral, Become willing, become accepting and forgiving, become understanding, and the highest level is becoming compassionate, which is like 560. That's a, hard, that's a high level, super high, and for me, understanding, I can accept that I'm understanding. Sometimes I do feel compassion, but it's more so understanding right now. I'm recognizing where I'm at, and I'm not going to force myself to become compassionate, which is a very high level of consciousness. And just accept when it shows up, great. I feel the compassion. I am compassionate. Not, I'm not going to force myself to be that high level, though, when it's not true. I'm more understanding because I am more understanding. I get it now. Compassion will kick in one of these days, I'm sure. Okay, number 10. This is good. Here's number 10 of a red flag that you're running the victimhood energy perceived injustice. Now, this is running in the news, in cultures, in groups. You know, groups, all groups, are all we're all victims of something, which is absurd that we give our attention to any one of them because that group becomes even more of a victim because there's so much focus on it. And I'd like to speak to any of you that are part of any of these newly popped up groups. Like, just accept you are who you are and stop playing the victim as to being whatever the group is, right? You can find victimhood in all groups wealthy white men of power. They're victims. We're all victims in some way or another. You just wouldn't see it because you're not aware of it and you think you know, you think you know anyway. We're all victims to something in one way or another. Okay, so perceived injustice. Victims often see themselves as victims of injustice and inequality in the world. While some may indeed face challenging circumstances, this perspective can lead to a sense of powerlessness. You don't want to buy into victimhood of this type whatsoever. This is where you break free from a group, you stand on your own two feet, And you move forward with whatever circumstances you've got going in your life right now, right? You step into courage, you step into neutral, you step into willingness, you step into acceptance and understanding, you do the math. (laughs) I love that, do the math. That's what we can do about this situation of victimhood. And you can hear it in my voice. I do resent the victimhood in my own life to an extent. I may, uh, maybe I'm stepping into like um, confidence and like freaking a. Get rid of that crap. It's not worth it. It's so not worth it to lead a life of less than when we have more than enough power within us to change that. We all are. I've been shown. This has been a powerful revelation. I had that the power within us is like a supernova. That's not an understatement. That's what I've seen to be the change we want to see in the world. And in your own life, more importantly. This is like when you get on an airplane and you're told if the face mask stuff pops down, put it on your face first and then help others. That's what Be the Change in this world is saying. It's another way of saying that. You've got to step into your own power. Let everyone else do what they're doing. It doesn't matter. You've got to do the best that you can. And you are doing the best that you can, but don't force it. In understanding consciousness and how you can um, really step into higher levels where you're balanced, solid, sane. Okay? Victimhood energies are insane. Sanity, the energy of sanity is 300 or 10 to the 300th power. Victimhood is anything below 200, all of it. So there's no power there. Okay. Now, it's important to know that many people may exhibit some of these behaviors from time to time. I know I do from time to time, without necessarily identifying as victims because we don't want to. I don't want to identify as a victim in any era of my life, but I I notice within me I still have the some behaviors of it do show up. However, in cases where these patterns persist and significantly impact one's well-being and personal growth, they may indicate a deeper victim mentality that could benefit from exploration and transformation toward a more empowered and conscious way of being. That's one reason why I do these podcasts, is to bring things to light. Let's wake up here, folks. Let's stop being victims. Let's stop giving our attention to others who are victims or acting as if they are, allow them to be, they're doing the best that they can every day, and wake ourselves up first. got to wake ourselves up, and the energy of us being of higher consciousness can't help but help others without even doing anything, right? Jesus Christ, the Buddha, Dr. Hawkins, offset the negativity of the planet at their level of consciousness without really having to do much. They just were present. They spoke the truth about things. They didn't have to do much. They were just being this high energy attractor field of super high consciousness. And they affected the world. You don't, you're you not doing, you're not being for everyone on the planet. But just imagine, all you have to do is just be present at a higher level of consciousness. That's all you have to. Just be that. Shift your energy to that and you don't have to do anything. Okay. Now, so, okay, now I'm not going to go into the many ways for you to access this victimhood pattern and let it go. As I've created a resource page and an email journey in case you don't have time to go through the whole page, you can hop on the email journey and I'll slow drip stuff, Uh, you know, podcasts I've done, videos I've done. Other teachers that have proven to be, that calibrated to be of higher consciousness that deal with this subject of surrendering and letting go. And um, I created to help you navigate your way out of victimhood energies. Like don't, keep it impersonal. They're just impersonal energy fields. You don't need to identify with them. You don't even have to label them. Just become aware of them in your own life. So you can go to the mindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash how to let go. You can just check out the whole page, or you can get into my email journey, and we'll slow drip you the stuff. I will slow drip you the stuff that I have found very helpful for myself, and episodes that actually walk you through the mechanism of letting go. So I'm just going to recap here that my top ways of letting go have been. This is the order that they came to me. They came into my awareness. They came into uh, kind of an alignment with my energy field. It was a match. This is how they came to me. EFT tapping, which is the emotional freedom technique. I think that was one of the first ones that really helped me. That was the, you know, so I did tapping for years. Super helpful because I was going through panic attacks and they helped me move through them quickly. The next one that was super helpful was The Mechanism of Letting Go by Dr. Hawkins, which you can find in his book, um, Letting Go the Pathway of Surrender. Super helpful in letting go um, lots of stuff. Like it collapses a lot of things, which is what the emotion code and the body code This would be my next one, which is the most recent one that's been a superpower for me. I have built upon all of this so that the emotion code and the body code have been big revelations and big shifts for me. Because bringing to light the inherited stuff, the stuff I created and trapped when I was a young child, things like that. have been super helpful in helping me come into this higher way of being. Feeling sane, balanced, normal, totally empowered, for sure, confident, accepting of myself, loving myself, appreciating divinity, and understanding what higher consciousness really is. So, that's it for this week's episode of your weekly dose of higher consciousness and 1001 ways of being to let go of. Next week, we're going to do 1001 Ways of Being to put on your list of rules to live by. My name is Liz Garcia. If you like what's going on here, share it with some family, friend, or associates, business, you know, co workers. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you again next week. Lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness A Proven Energy Scale for Realizing Your Ultimate Potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins and with Where We Are Now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1,001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1,001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and developed discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast, or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode.